For this episode, I highly recommend you to use the show notes. Welcome to the Aspiring CMO podcast, where I interview amazing marketers and successful entrepreneurs. In this episode, I am going to compile a bunch of SEO, digital marketing, and social media marketing tips that I've learned over the years and heard from my fantastic guests. If you want to see the full results, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel in the show notes or check out the Aspiring CMO on Facebook and Instagram. So let's get started. Here is how you boost your online presence in 2023. Choose your favorite social media channel. It is easy to go overwhelmed, do it, do it on all, but just choose one that is going to be your main one. Is it a podcast? Is it Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook? Just choose one thing that you can stick with. Number two, create content. I am not the fan of, you know, sticking to your phone every day. However, make sure that you set up a plan where you can at least publish five content a week because content economy is getting very competitive now. It's unlikely that you can get away with twice a week or three times a week. And Number three is become relatable, share, share your own stories. What was the client like when you first started to work with them? Or was it difficult for you to get started in your freelance job? Anything that is you, put it out there. So good luck with your social media online presence. Um, I'm running a podcast show by myself and I am not spending full time on it. And I do all the editing, all the promoting. And here's the two tips that I can give to you guys. Number one, only interview people in intervals. So for the past month, I haven't interviewed anyone because I had enough content for the rest of the I don't know how many weeks and I only pick a week or two when I can interview a bunch of people. I'm talking like five to 10 people at once because uh, now with video conferencing on all the microphone advances, it's very easy for you to just sit down a day and interview at least five people. And then the last thing is that I have a video editing process, which is very easy and simple. I tend to do the same format for every single video, which keeps my branding up, but also it keeps my workflow very easy. So let me know what else do you do to keep your podcasting very Knowing easy? your email list is some next level things. So here are three tips I would love to give somebody who is growing an email list. First of all, create a lead magnet that is very relevant to your audience. You can start with very small lead magnets that is so basic to you, right? Uh, my first lead magnet is how to get more money in the SEO space. Honestly, it was just my experience as an SEO in the past two years. Nothing more, nothing less. It's a story. Ebooks are can be done in a day and I'm gonna, I did a video on that, how to do it. Number two is to promote it on your social media, which means uh, you create content around the ebook and as a call to action, the result of that is to sign up for your lead magnet. And one other thing, you can create quizzes on your website and get the result by an email capture. It's free, tell them it's free, nothing is crazy about it. In order for them to get the test results or the quiz results, you just get their emails. And uh, there are so many other uh, WordPress plugins where you can create free quizzes. And number three is uh, you can actually, if you are more advanced, you can build a calculator around your niche. Easy example in that is, pay, for example, BMI calculators, right? So that also drives a lot of traffic to your website, but at the same time, you can use that opportunity to capture emails 
as well. So you can build a calculator on like, okay, what is the perfect body size for XYZ and uh, rank it and uh, to get the results again, they just need to submit their emails. So this is my best tip for short form video creation and it costs you literally nothing. So each time I'm recording short form videos, I understand like, oh, I got only one minute to speak. So I always have a timer next to me and it shows me how much time I have left when I'm recording my actual videos. It's very easy to just go on for 15 minutes and talk and talk and talk, but it wastes so much time. So next time you are doing a, a short form video, please have a timer next to you. And each time um, you are speaking more than one minute, it starts blinking. So I hope this uh, tip helped and speeds up your content creation process. Here is some of the very basic SEO tips if you just started your website. Hi, my name is Annie. I'm an SEO specialist, whatever content creator for the past two years. And I've been working on multiple websites. And this is the number one thing that business owners do wrong. So if you, first of all, you don't understand how these heading structures work, right? Uh, each time somebody tells me like, hey, Annie, you want to check out my blog? The first thing I see, their heading sounds like an old blog from 2012, which probably back in the day passed by great. However, if you want to learn how to write for search engines, I really recommend you guys to just check out the main topic, put it into Google and see the first three results. How do they structure their blogs? You should probably follow something, something like that. And number two is that you are probably going for keywords that are extremely competitive at first because you just started a business. You are, you know that you are the expert. But uh, in reality, you are not the expert in the eye of search engines because your website is pretty new. Do invest in keyword research, which uh, takes a little bit of technical skills. You probably want to outsource that if you're a new business owner. And number three is uh, time. A search engine and blog game is also numbers game. So make sure that you are very frequent with how much you post and how you post it. Um, I know if you are SEO, it's very basic for you. However, most people are not in the SEO space. So do be considerate and uh, be understanding with other people how they start their website. Not everybody is the same. Are you worried about AI taking over your job? Honestly, me too. So here's a, the tip that I'm doing to stay ahead in the job market and make myself more valuable in the eye of employers. So number one is try out AI, ch play around with ChatGPT and then see what is it like to prompt a problem and what are what are the type of answers that AI give you. You immediately think as a teacher rather than a creator because a teacher, you know, gives instructions and like kind of guides you how to get like a better answer, but it doesn't really tell you what the best answer is. So yeah, first of all, prompt AI. Number two is diversify your skills. So if you are worried about getting, you know, replaced by AI, you might be doing only one thing at a time, right? You are, might be only doing content writing. What are the other things within marketing that you're interested in? And this is really the time to try it out. Is it video editing? Is it speaking in front of the camera, building a brand design? Literally, what is that one other skill that you want to improve on and start doing it? And finally is just keep learning and listen to my podcast where I literally talk with marketers who survived the 2008 market crash and had to pivot and had to think on their feet. It's honestly another pivoting time for you too. Here's how I got an ebook done in less than five hours. And 
I designed it, I edited and I wrote it, everything. Number one is choose a topic that is very easy to do, but it really resonates with your audience. Because again, you don't want to uh, give out too much in an ebook anyway, because the likeliness of people reading it is very low. Pick a very easy topic that is relatable. And number two is use ChatGPT to help you with prompting uh, help you with the titles, title ideas, and help you with a table of content. And it kind of worked fine. And then open a Google document and they just set a really strict time of how much you can write. Okay. I would love you to aim for maybe like 2000 words with it. And you can use with AI, like hand in hand, how to make this ebook work and written. And the last one and a half hours, I want you to pick a template from Canva. There are so many templates on Canva that you just really don't have, uh, you don't need any creativity at this point to do it. And then just kind of copy paste the written text into your Canva template and export it as a PDF file. Now you're done. Plus, if you're interested in my ebook and want to see an example, do click on the link in bio and you can see the whole example about some of the social media marketing mistakes that pisses me off. Number one, you are recreating the same bad content to every single social media platform like LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. What else is there? Basically at Instagram, right? So you are recreating the same thing over and over and over again and see zero results. Now, the point in social media is that it's keep changing. You cannot stick with one type of content format. And which leads me to the second point is that you are not experimenting with different content formats. At this day and age, there are so many contents like podcasting, YouTube videos, uh, simple designs, notes stories. There's so many other ways to do it, but you're not doing it because A, you probably don't, haven't outsourced it to the right person. Two, you don't know how to do it. And three, the combination of one or two. The last one is the biggest mistake is posting frequency is that social media is a very, how to say, temporary thing. People scroll through your thing. And if you don't keep showing up to their feed with the right type of content, then you basically never showed up. Honestly, with Instagram and Facebook, it's getting way more competitive if you have a business page because the people will more likely to recommend um, their friends and family's posts over your business post. Twice as much effort into your content to stand out on social media. So these are some of the mistakes. Let me know if you agree with it or not. Here are my favorite ways to promote a brand new podcast. Hey, my name is Annie and I'm the host of the Aspiring CMO, a brand new podcast that talks about entrepreneurship and marketing. Now, this is a very boring way to introduce me, right? So each time I do my regular video editing, which is a video podcast, I already choose which segment I'm going to repurpose into real videos. However, I know that reels can also perform really weirdly and I don't want to put in too much effort into the editing, which leads me to the second point. I not only create, recreate the videos, but I take extra time to record myself talking about the episode, right? So there are some like really cool stories out of these conversations that I just use it as a, a video for my own and I reference my episode. This only, it kind of like increases your branding as well. 
And then number three is that I actually summarize some of the cool notes as a carousel or as a static post because my current followers will can just read the following as like, oh, this is cool. And then they give me a like or they share it or maybe they actually end up tuning in. Again, promoting a podcast should be just as important as making a good podcast. Um, and since podcasting is like an evergreen kind of content like YouTube, I'm really trusting the process and, and I'm really investing in creating a good experience for my guests because the best way to promote it, honestly, is for your guests to go out and tell their audience about their episodes. If you're a podcaster, I want you guys to keep going and here are my favorite content creation tools that is not Canva. Number one is obviously ChatGPT. I love AI and I kind of understand how important it is to prompt AI because I've been you know, experimenting with different like uh, instructions or prompts and I see that how the results is with AI, I could actually create and publish an ebook in just a couple of hours, which was really fun. And it helped me generate ideas for my challenge. ChatGPT it become one of my best friends, which is well, quite weird. Up next is my Slack. If you watch my three day challenge, I will set, I will show you guys how I use Slack to create content and, uh, make it more much much more efficient for me to record videos because the time limit is only five minutes so you don't have to like talk forever and ever and ever um, and you can use your iphone as your webcam so it's pretty cool and number three is final cut pro ever since i've learned how to edit videos in a basic way and kind of use it with motion array i I don't know, I kind of skyrocketed my content creation process and I finally have a lot more control over what type of content I create. So as a beginner content marketer, I think these tools are pretty awesome. So. Here is why I love short form video content. Short form video content is great for brand exposure, right? Imagine that this is like your organic engagement campaign where you get all the brownie points, all the follows and likes and I'm saying like it's not necessarily going to convert into uh, sales. However, uh, short form video content really helps you to get your brand out there. And in my case is my face, right? Um, number two is from a creator perspective, if you're a new creator, creating short form video content is way easier than creating long form YouTube videos. And for me, it was really helpful because I learned some of the editing techniques and I'm still learning, but you can see from the, my first reel to my current reel, what are the changes in just one month, right? Because I constantly invested time in editing my short form videos and just trying out different things. And number three is um, you get to learn a little bit faster. So if you're a consumer, right, you are the one scrolling and you just see like, oh, this was a good tip. I'm just gonna save it. It's really easy to consume these type of content and they are, can be very, very entertaining or they can be just kind of helpful and useful for some of the little problems. Uh, I get spam emails almost every day to become a client for somebody I don't know. And quite often it pisses me off. This tip is basically very simple, but very difficult to execute and it's networking. So if you find yourself in like the PPC or SEO industry and you just want to get clients, 
the most likeliness, the reason why you're not getting clients because they're not networking. Okay. Now the SEO community is kind of catching up. So I see a lot more uh, SEO events popping up here and there all over the world from Southeast Asia to Europe to America. Go ahead, network. And if you don't want to network in the SEO community, let's say you go into uh, go to meetup.com and find uh, different meetups around your city and really devote time into it because your network is going to drive you ahead. Are you an introvert and you want to start a YouTube channel? Here are the best ways you can start YouTube channel without showing your face. So number one is animations. Maybe you are a very creative person and you're working on your video editing skills, animation skills, or drawing skills. I encourage you to create a YouTube channel on it and uh, show up your short stories, uh, the very royalty-free background music. I think that's a cool start. Number two is, are you a nerdy introvert who knows a lot but doesn't know how to say it? Well, I encourage you you to create a how-to video and explain how to use certain softwares, how to create this, how to do that. And just really imagine you're talking to your close friend and explaining how certain things work. Or imagine you're talking to your mom and you kind of explain what, what your nerdy thing is about, right? So you're already giving uh, value with... Uh, just a screen share and your explanation. And number three that I see a lot of history channels are doing well is that they're not even showing any face, any recording. They're just showing pictures, but the pictures they are carefully researched and really relevant to the story they are telling. So yeah, I think that these are the three cool ways you can do uh, and start a YouTube channel if you are an extra mega one in front of the camera. Please listen to this. Once you start your editing, make sure that you do your A cuts right. What is an A cut? It's A cut is basically um taking out taking out all the ums and ums from the speech. The most basic job of an editor is to really nail down those A cuts and make a very clean video out of all the rambling that you did in front of the camera. If you nail down your A cuts, your videos become snappy. A lot of people overdo it on the memes, on the captions, on the transitions. But in reality, what they have to nail down is how to structure your video in the first place. I want you guys, when you look for editors, if you are thinking of hiring or if you are the one doing your videos, pay attention to your A cuts. Here is the best way to find your first SEO job if you're a beginner. Hi, I'm Annie and I started SEO two years ago. And with all my experience, I can tell you that the best way you can find a job is first to build your own website. Plenty of tutorials on the internet. And I really recommend you guys to go with WordPress. Invest in tools like Ahrefs. It costs some money, but again, you are looking for a job and you're more likely to return that money you invested in Ahrefs once you got the job. How do you get a job? Uh, apply for agencies or big corporations are looking for SEO specialists. And the easiest way probably is to approach a local business like your favorite coffee shop, favorite restaurant, and try to help their business out. You look into local SEO, which really going for local keywords that includes your city and the product or whatever. Again, the best way to find an SEO job is really to start your website, which I wish I did earlier. Bye.